in part four of our focus on Ephesians 1, 3 through 6, we move to verse 4 and the clause that begins, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. So blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as. So what does that mean? How does this, how is this even as connected to this? Even as he chose us in him, that is in Christ, before the foundation of the world. So we are launching now into this massive issue of God's choosing a people for himself called the doctrine of election or the doctrine of selection or eventually, as we go to verse 5, the doctrine of predestination. And how are those related? He predestined us. So these are thick, deep, high, glorious doctrinal issues, not just mere sentences that we have to construe. So, Father, as we try to understand what Paul is teaching us about who we are and what you did and what your destiny for us us is. Show us who the us are and show us what the choosing involved and show us how it's connected to Jesus and show us why it was before the foundation of the world. These are massive and glorious things and I pray that our hearts would be enlarged, really enlarged, so that these things could fit into our hearts and Grow us up into the kind of strong people we ought to be. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So first, the issue of even as. What does even as mean? Here are a couple of examples of parallels in Ephesians. Ephesians 4. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as. Same word in Greek as God in Christ forgave you. So God in Christ forgiving you is the pattern for how we are kind to one another. And similarly, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, walk in love as Christ loved us. Same word again. So Christ loving us is the pattern for our uh, walking in love. So that's one way of looking at it. If we go back here, is that what he's saying here? God has blessed us with every blessing in the heavenly places, and the pattern for that blessing is this. He chose us in him. Doesn't quite make sense, does it? Here's another, another use of as in Ephesians. The mystery was made known to me by revelation, as, same word in Greek, as I have written briefly. Now, I have written briefly is not the pattern 
followed by God's making known the mystery to Paul. It's the other way around, isn't it? The mystery was made known to me by revelation, and in accord with that, I have written briefly to you. So the as is pointing to the fact that Paul's writing spells out, fills up in our knowledge what was given to him. Now, if we go back here, that's, a, that's exactly what seems to be going on here. So that's, that's what I'm going to suggest is the meaning of even as. Not that what follows here is the pattern uh, followed by he blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing, but rather this blessing us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places is now filled out and explained and unpacked by everything in verses 4 through 13. So even as means this blessing here, these amazing fullness of spiritual blessings, they correspond to this in that this is explaining, filling up, unpacking every spiritual blessing. So the first unpacking of every spiritual blessing is choosing. He could have started at other places. He starts with, he chose us. He chose us. That's how our blessings get started. God chose us. And then two prepositional phrases, one relational he chose us in relation to Christ, and we'll come back to that in a future session. And he chose us before, and this is a temporal idea, before the foundation of the world. 1 Corinthians 2.7 We impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. So Paul has the conception of God deciding things, decreeing things for our glory, a great wisdom, a plan of redemption by which we could be saved and glorified was decreed before the ages. Or here it is again in 2 Timothy 1.9. This is so amazing. God saved us and he called us to a holy calling. Now, on what basis? Not because of our works. And then he didn't say, but because of faith. What did he say? But because of his own purpose and grace. So he's tracing our salvation not to works, meaning anything we do, but to God the purposing God, the gracious God, grace expressed, conceived, rooted, when? Which he gave us. He gave us this grace in Christ Jesus, just like we see here, in him, chose us in him. He gave us this grace in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Now, grace is undeserved favor. 
And this grace came to us before the ages began, which means Paul had in view the salvation of sinners before there was sin in the world, because there wasn't any world yet. We just need to let that sink in. God had a purpose before the creation. He had a purpose to show grace, and therefore he had sin in view. He had a fall in view. He had a plan of redemption in view. All of that wisdom before the ages. And so nobody disagrees that this choosing happened before before the foundation of the world. So what we have to decide is not whether that's the case or not, since nobody denies this before the foundation of the world. Before there was any world, God was doing this choosing. What we have to decide is, what was he choosing? And I'm going to mention three interpretations, and we'll tackle each one of them in the coming sessions. The first one says, he didn't choose individuals. He chose Christ in him. So we, that is, individuals, only are chosen in the sense that Christ was chosen, and whoever by faith is in Christ is thus consequentially chosen. But God didn't have a view before the foundation of the world to selecting individuals from among other individuals, but rather he only had Christ in view, and that leaves unaddressed, but we can address it, how you get into Christ, because it makes a big difference how you get into Christ and will affect how we understand the us here. That's the first view. Christ is chosen, not individuals, And then individuals are consequentially viewed as the elect church because they are united to Christ. Second view would say, no, he chose individuals, but he chose them on the basis of God foreseeing their faith, faith which they, by their self-determining free will, brings about, because if God decisively brings it about, then God has chosen them for faith, not on the basis of faith. So the second view says, God did not choose us unconditionally. He chose us by foreseeing that we would meet a condition and we would meet it decisively on the basis of our own self-determining power. He might help us, but we cast the deciding vote. So it is not God choosing individuals for faith and salvation, but God foreseeing that we do the decisive choosing of faith and Christ, and thus God chose us on the basis of our choosing him. And the third view, the one I'm going to argue for, fits the context of Paul's teaching, is that God chose us before the foundation of the world. And he did it not because he foresaw anything in us as qualifying for his election, but that his election is an election of grace in that he chooses us for faith so that in the end, everything is to the praise of the glory of his grace. So we'll pick it up there and in the future sessions tackle 
what this choosing involves, who is the us, how does it relate to in him.